Welcome to the Put Cancer Behind You podcast, a series dedicated to helping cancer patients and survivors lead healthy, happy, cancer-free lives. I'm your host, Maria Barnes. Today, I want to explore how to create good health, and in particular, how to combine what Western allopathic medicine offers with what you think, say, and do in order to get the results you want, which of course is a cancer-free state of being. Now, I know I'm always touting that the way to true wellness is through your mind, and that is true. But we are here in the world, which is being created by the collective consciousness each and every second, and some of what we're creating includes tools that support good health. So it behooves all of us to discern how to combine what's seemingly outside of ourselves in the world with our own internal beliefs in order to create a healthy life going forward. I'll use myself as an example. When I was diagnosed with cancer the first time, I knew I had to follow the allopathic route to get back to better health. That means I had to follow the standard Western medicine route to get back to good health. Why? Because I believed in it. Both my mother and sister were surviving cancer at that time, and both had gone through all the standard cancer treatments and come out cancer-free. I'd seen it work for them, and I believed it would work for me. And so... I went ahead and had a lumpectomy, followed by six treatments of chemo, which did include three different drugs, and then went on to have 37 sessions of radiation. The follow-up to all of that was what I call the five-year plan of more drugs. I ended up doing less than a year of them because my body just couldn't tolerate any of them. And since I was a Course in Miracles student, even back then, I believed that I could get well and stay well without them. That mindset is what really helped me through the entire process. The bottom line, though, is that I combined what allopathic medicine had to offer with my spiritual practice to get me through my first bout with the disease. Fast forward 10 years, and I was diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer in my spine. My oncologist sat me down and told me that because it was metastatic, with the same tumor markers as my first cancer, they couldn't cure me. That meant my cancer was stage four and terminal. I'd like to say I took it all with a grain of salt because, for some reason, it just seemed that cancer to me was merely a condition and not a disease, and I really felt deep inside that I wouldn't die from it, although at that time, I had no idea how that would play out. I was also still a Course in Miracles student, So I just kept on with it while opting to follow the treatments that allopathic medicine offered in order to buy myself more time. That all began with five daily sessions of extremely targeted radiation of the tumor in my spine. I want to say right now that those sessions gave me back my life. The L5 vertebra in my spine was collapsing and I could barely walk by the time I got into treatment. But after each session, I felt immensely better. And when the radiation was complete at the end of the week, the tumor was gone, and I was then able to have a procedure that rebuilt the vertebra. It was amazing, and I remain grateful for that technology to this day. After my spine was healed, I also agreed to take chemo, which came in the form of a pill, not an infusion, thank God. And I also took another drug that worked to keep my hormones in check. What I want you to know is that I didn't go off the chemo immediately once I'd put myself into remission because even though I was cancer-free, I wasn't quite ready to cut myself off from seeing my oncologist, so I weaned myself off the drugs over the next year and a half. 
First, I stopped the chemo four months after she told me I was cancer-free, and then I took the remainder of the time to stop the drug that was working with my hormones, and that did take a while. I'm telling you all of this because while I'm the first to say that true wellness always involves what's coming from your mind, I also understand that it does take time to get comfortable with that and do the work. Today, I'm both drug-free and cancer-free, and I use my spiritual practice to stay that way. But I also run programs on my Spooky 2 machine, which are frequency-based, in order to kill any pathogens that could impact my health in a negative way. So that's my story. Getting over cancer did involve using both allopathic medicine and doing the spiritual work of quantum forgiveness. I now know that the reason my cancer returned is that although I had been a student of A Course in Miracles for a long time, I hadn't used my time during those 10 years to effectively deal with stress, and I had never really removed all the negative thoughts and beliefs from my subconscious mind, which had brought on the cancer in the first place. So it was really only a matter of time before it returned. Interestingly enough, in the U.S. today, the recurrence rate for breast cancer survivors is approximately 30%. So clearly chemo is not the end-all be-all for many people, and it's why I feel that you do need to go with a body-mind-spirit approach and do all the work on every level if you really want to put cancer behind you. These days, by working with my thoughts and beliefs and using forgiveness to clean out my inner world, I'm staying cancer-free. I now understand that everything is energy, and all of it vibrates at a particular speed or frequency. There's an optimal frequency for everything, like good health, and I'm consciously working to keep my frequency within the range of a healthy immune system, which is at a vibration between 62 and 90 hertz. Just so you know, cancer vibrates at 45 hertz, so if you stay above it from an energetic frequency standpoint, it's not going to develop period. It's impossible. The frequency of your body has to be a match to the frequency of the disease or condition in order for it to become your reality. So to be clear, I'm not at all against using what Western medicine has to offer any of us. I just believe that you need to know what the risks are before you sign up for it. That is how I navigated my treatments. For example, I refuse tamoxifen. My oncologist and I really went around on that one, but I was never going to budge. Why? Because the development of blood clots is one of the risks of that drug. And my mother had taken tamoxifen and ended up with starburst blood clots in both lungs. She almost died right there in our bathroom at home. I knew deep inside me that I was a lot like her and that I probably had the same genetic issue going on as she did. I listened to the small voice inside of me that said, absolutely not, and I refused the drug, even though it was the standard protocol. The oncologist finally agreed to have me genetically tested for a whole round of things, and sure enough, it came back that I am at high risk for blood clots. Because of that, she put me into menopause, and I started taking what's called aromatase inhibitors to take down the hormones that feed my type of cancer. As that turned out, I couldn't handle any of them, and I was on them for less than a year before I called it quits. The good news is that science keeps marching on, and spirituality across the globe is on the rise. As for science and breast cancer treatments, a new breast cancer vaccine is currently in development. I just read that a physician at the Cleveland Clinic is now treating a handful of healthy cancer survivors with it, 
as part of a clinical trial. So it's a preventative measure, not a cure. And the hope is that the vaccine will someday help those 30% of cancer survivors who would have a recurrence. Apparently, it's a very promising drug. Maybe in 10 years, it'll be part of the standard protocol for treating cancer and helping survivors lead healthy lives. Right now, in the U.S., there are 3.8 million women who are breast cancer survivors. And if the rate of recurrence remains stable over the next decade, millions more women could experience what I went through. So anything to help prevent that, especially if there are no side effects, would be a tremendous blessing. What I want to say to those who live in constant fear about having a recurrence and ending up with stage 4 cancer like I did is to take the time to learn how to manage your mind. With practice, that is what will raise your frequency above the frequency of disease, and you'll never have to worry about it recurring if you stay the course. Why? Because when you clean up the thoughts and beliefs that are low frequency, which is to say unloving, you're preventing the disease and any other disease that energetically matches those frequencies from manifesting. It just can't manifest if it's not an energetic match to you. That's the way the universe works. So in understanding this, you can take control and hit the root cause of disease where it begins, which is in your mind with the frequencies of your thoughts and beliefs. If you do choose to follow the allopathic route, regardless of the medicine you opt to take, be sure to understand every risk associated with it because no drug is without risk. And that is the truth. I'll say that again. No drug is without risk. Some are tolerable, but sometimes they're deadly. This is made apparent by the FDA, which, after all clinical trials are complete, has historically only let a drug out onto the market if the risk is known to affect only 5% of the population. So that drug has to work for 95% of the population without risk, or it doesn't go to market. That's what it's been historically. I know this because I used to produce these videos for the FDA, and promoting safe use of drugs was a big topic. I also want to mention that the seven-year trial protocol was not followed for COVID vaccines. So buyer beware. You could say that everyone who took those is in fact part of the clinical trial now. And there are a few years left to it before all the data will be in. So the point is to be discerning about what you put into your body. If you don't know what's in it and what the risks are before you take it, don't take it. Why am I even mentioning this? Well, What became apparent when I took chemo and the aromatase inhibitors is that I'm in that 5% of the population that's at a higher risk for adverse reactions. It's the reason I had such a difficult time with the cancer drugs and why I still have ongoing side effects all these years later. I've spent a lot of time and effort to improve the quality of my life and overcome the unfortunate and life-changing side effects I've had to deal with, but I still grapple with what the medical community calls my new normal. A lot of what I do to counter the negative side effects of all the drugs is to work with my mind. If, as a survivor, you're not working at the level of your mind, you might want to begin. And I recommend starting by first accepting that you are indeed a powerful creator. Sometimes we learn our lessons the hard way, but no matter how we move through life, each of us is always choosing moment by moment what to focus on. Which is to say, you're always focusing on, and therefore attracting, whatever frequencies are associated with your thoughts and beliefs. 
and the lessons or opportunities they bring with them, even cancer. As a survivor, you need to up your frequency to stay well. Cancer is low vibe, and you would not have experienced it if you weren't a match. Now, that's really hard to hear. Believe me, I know. But you need to fully understand that low vibrations, which match the frequency of disease, come from less than loving thoughts and beliefs. Those vibrate below the frequency range of a healthy immune system. And so with focus over years, which means if you continue to think low vibe thoughts, you will eventually attract and materialize the poor health you're focused on. If you're always thinking about how to avoid sickness, you'll still get sick because your focus is fear-driven and not health-driven. This means that you're going to experience the power of your own miscreations manifesting in your body. If, however, you're living a passionate and high-vibe life, which means happy and loving, you'll see good health manifested in your body. Why? Because you're using your free will to envision a healthy, strong body, rather than being afraid of something unhealthy that could materialize for you. It really is just that simple. So, if you feel you're often thinking low vibe, how do you start to turn things around? Take stock of what your thoughts are about yourself and others. Start with an assessment of how you see and talk to yourself. When you look at your body, what are you telling yourself? Are you seeing it as too fat? Is it too thin? If you're like most of us, you can hear the critical, unloving voice that wants to judge every time you look in the mirror. And those are just the thoughts you have about your own body. What else are you judging outside of your body? Take note, because it's all creating a frequency that's either going to impact you in a healthy or unhealthy way. You have a choice every single moment of every single day to choose love or fear. So what will it be? To be well, you choose love. You love your body because it's your creation. This probably sounds really strange to you, but it's your mind and spirit which animates your body. It's never the body that rules the mind. The mind rules the body. And if you don't believe me, just look at any deceased person lying in a casket. The body's really nothing more than a slab of meat. Without you, your essence in it, your spirit, it's a corpse. It has no volition of its own. It has no desires of its own. And when you're in it, even, all a body ever does is do what your mind is telling it to do. So start to see your body as a neutral thing, the vehicle that gets you around the world, and then take care of it. Just as cars need regular tune-ups, your body needs to be tuned up, too. Do that by upgrading the thoughts and beliefs that rule your mind. For better health, stop attacking your body. Stop judging your body and address the part of you that is the decision maker. That is where the healing needs to take place, in the mind that makes unhealthy decisions and repetitively thinks unloving thoughts. If you're sick and think that taking a pill is going to save you, it probably won't. But what that pill will do is buy you a bit more time so that you can get your mind straight before the problem shows up again. That's what taking the chemo and other drugs during my second bout with cancer did for me. They were never going to heal me. My oncologist made that very clear. I had to heal myself or I was going to die from the disease. So if you're a survivor and you've bought yourself more time by taking these medications, now what? Well, I suggest meditating. This can be as basic as just getting your mind quiet. Stillness is where you let go of everything that makes you fearful, that highlights death and violence and fear. 
The mind is what creates suffering, and when you stop producing suffering, you find that underneath is happiness and confidence and peace. It's always been there, hidden, just like the deep, calm waters of the ocean are hidden beneath the stormy waters above. Our society never really promotes people taking control of their lives by managing their minds, so it stands to reason that most people think that going inside is not going to help them heal. It actually seems unsafe to their ego, and they spend a lot of time actively resisting any look inward. However, when you stop saying no to looking at what's in your consciousness, you can begin to release all the trials and tribulations and stories that your ego's been telling you, all of which are probably untrue, and connect to the real you, the powerful being that you really are, and the part of your consciousness that's connected to the divine. Remember, the physical world is only ever reflecting back to you the state of your own consciousness. So instead of looking at what's wrong with the world and wrong with your body or wrong with everything that makes you unhappy, just stop and focus on the good. See the beautiful. Look with kind eyes. Find ways to feel joy and love and happiness. Make doing that your goal and don't let the ego override you. You are safe. You are whole. You are healthy and you are powerful. The next step is to practice being still. Sit quietly and clear your mind. Just observe what thoughts float into your awareness and let them pass by like small white clouds moving across a serenely blue sky. Once you're really calm and quiet, envision the best life for yourself that you can imagine. See yourself walking on a beach, enjoying a walk through nature, doing something you love. Whatever it is, feel how happy and well you are. Really feel into it and keep seeing yourself happy and healthy. And then ramp up those feelings until you're actually crying with joy. And after 10 minutes, drop it. Drop those emotions and go take action. Any action that makes you feel happy and healthy. Whatever it is that you do, make sure it brings you joy. Doing this meditation of envisioning and feeling great every day several times a day for at least nine days will help you manifest it. This is pretty much how I kicked cancer. Then, to stay well, practice quantum forgiveness of anyone or anything that triggers you. The quantum forgiveness prayer is in both of my books. Make it your go-to whenever you feel the slightest negativity. Quietly saying this prayer in your mind will clear your energy field and keep you high vibe. I hope you're relentless in doing the work to return your inner world to a peaceful state without agitation and resentment. It's how you demonstrate your understanding of the law of creation, which is that you're literally connected to everyone. They're another aspect of you, so if you attack others, you'll pay a price. Make the effort to be compassionate and treat others as you would like to be treated. It's the golden rule for a very good reason. When faced with a challenge, take the high road and forgive. The result will be that you'll overcome all the fears that are holding you back because forgiveness puts you in alignment with love. It enables you to add a higher frequency to the world's frequency, which, of course, is the collection of everyone's thoughts and beliefs. Quantum forgiveness is how you create a healthy world for yourself and, on a grander scale, a healthier Earth. You'll actually be contributing more to the world and its healing than anyone who looks around and constantly gets upset about the state of the world and then expends a lot of energy trying to rile everyone else up. Believe me when I say that their low vibe is not ever going to be part of the solution. So, 
You have a choice. Are you going to choose love, happiness, and upliftment? Or are you going to believe the ego's lies and end up in a cesspool of pain and poor health? Whatever you put your energy towards will grow stronger, so be mindful of your choice. If you choose allopathic medicine as part of your return to good health, do your homework and make sure that any pill or other treatment has been vetted and is safe and effective for 95% of the population. Ask questions and advocate for yourself. To effectively manage your mind, stop focusing on pain and suffering or you'll get more of it. Instead of being low vibe, go high. Contribute your best thoughts and your greatest excitement, love, and joy to the world each and every day. Be discerning, be loving, and be fearless. Manage your mind and choose wisely as you move through your days. You'll not only be the change you want to see in the world, you'll enjoy a far better quality of life. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Put Cancer Behind You with Maria Barnes. So you won't miss a single episode. We hope you'll follow our program on Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite pod platforms. And be sure to visit us at mariabarnes.net, on Facebook at Put Cancer Behind You, on Twitter at PCBY01, or on Instagram at mariabarnespcby. Also, you can help us grow our audience by leaving a thoughtful review. Remember, if you or someone you know is in need of cancer coaching, Maria is here to help. We'll see you next time. Copyright 2023, Maria Barnes, LLC, all rights reserved.